So you and your spouse have decided to end. You're going to get a divorce. You're getting along fairly well, so you want to try to do an uncontested divorce. What documents do you need to file in order to make that happen? Let's find out. Hi, I'm attorney Paul Whalen from Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. Our fees are all based on your income, so the less you make, the less you have to pay. Let's take a look at uncontested divorces, and specifically, let's take a look at what documents you need to file in order to make that process go forward. So in any divorce, there are uh, six documents that need to be filed. If you have children together, there are three additional documents that, uh, that must be filed as well. So let's take a look at each one of them uh, in, in sort of a basic uh, approach here. So the six documents that you need to file for every divorce, uh, let's break them down into how easy they are to, uh, to fill out uh, and to file. So there are three of the six are fairly easy, fairly straightforward documents that you probably would have no problems uh, filling out yourself. Um, in fact, one of them, you don't even have to fill it out. You need to get a certified copy of your marriage certificate. So you need to go to the, um, to the uh, records department to request that uh, and make sure that it's a certified copy. So you pay a little extra for that. They put a stamp on it. Uh, that needs to be filed uh, with the documents uh, for, the, uh, for the divorce. Another thing you have to file is what's called an affidavit of an irretrievable breakdown of the marriage. So an affidavit is a sworn written statement uh, and it's under oath under pains and penalties of perjury. So basically on this document, you're telling the court, you're swearing under oath that there's been some breakdown in the marriage and there's no chance of putting it back together. So that has to be filed as well. Uh, there's also uh, a form called the Report of Absolute Divorce. That's another standardized form, pretty easy to fill out, uh, mostly your name, address, uh, uh, bio biographical information such as your date of birth and so forth. So that one's pretty easy as well. So those are the three easiest of the six that need to be filed. Some things that are more moderate uh, in difficulty, there are two, I would say. Uh, one of them is the joint petition for divorce. So if you're filing for an uncontested divorce, it's called a 1A. So what you do is the difference between filing for a 1A divorce and a contested, which is called a 1B divorce, is that you file the petition jointly. That means that both you and your spouse sign the document and present it to the court. Um, so that way you're not filing on your own and then you have to go out and uh, have the other person served by a sheriff with the papers and so forth. You're both coming to the court saying that uh, you want the marriage to be dissolved uh, and you're both in agreement with uh, basically with everything that's going to happen uh, with the divorce. Uh, there are a number of things that you can ask for uh, in the complaint. It is a form. Um, you want to be a little careful about what you're you know, specifying because it is obviously a legal document uh, and you have some leeway. It's, it's more of a fill in the blanks, but it gives you more uh, area to work with. So it gets a little bit more complicated on the petition. The other thing is the financial statements. So both you and your spouse need to file financial statements. Now there are two. If you make over $70,000, you have to file a long form 
If you make less than $70,000 per year, then you can file the short form. But it's a very extensive um, look at your um, at your finances, and it's broken down into weekly finances. So how much do you gross every week? What are your deductions? Uh, and it, and there's there are spots for every um, every conceivable expense really that you have. So food, clothing, laundry, entertainment, uh, electricity, cable bills, phone bills, uh, everything like that. So it's not difficult to fill out, but it is very uh, it's very extensive. So that'll take you some time time to do. Uh, and you have to again break it down into weekly chunks. So if you know how much you pay for rent then you have to divide that uh, by 4.3 uh, weeks per month uh, because a month is not just four weeks a month, but it's 4.3 months. So that's just a, a mathematical kind of a thing. So that's something that you can do, but it, it might take you some time. Uh, the most important and the most complicated of the six forms that have to be filled uh, is the separation agreement. And really the separation agreement isn't even a form. It's something that you have to produce yourself from a blank sheet of paper, basically. And the separation agreement is really the heart of the, uh, of the divorce itself. In the separation agreement, it spells out all of your rights and responsibilities and obligations, each partner to the other, or each soon to be former partner to the other. So that's where everything is, is laid out as far as um, you know, who gets the debts, who gets the assets, who gets the car, who gets the house, who gets everything else. Uh, if there are children involved, who gets the uh, ch who gets custody? Uh, how much support is there going to be? Uh, if there's going to be any alimony, everything that's uh, doing having to do with the divorce is spelled out in the in the separation agreement. And again, it's not a form, so this is really where you could use the help of an attorney uh, to fill it out uh, and to complete it because it is extremely important. Uh, it does spell out all your legal obligations, so you want to make sure you're very careful with that. So those are the six documents that need to be filed in every divorce. Now, if there are children involved uh, from the marriage, there are three additional documents that you need to file uh, as well with the court. Uh, and again, they rank in from easy to, to more difficult uh, as follows. Uh, so there are three, uh, of the three uh, documents, there are two that are fairly easy. Uh, one is called an affidavit disclosing care and custody. I know it's a very complicated title, but uh, basically what that does is the court wants to know if there are any other um, court proceedings involving the children. So has anybody filed for a guardianship for your children? Is, is DCF involved? Uh, if there are anything, any um, court proceedings in that court or in any court uh, throughout Massachusetts or elsewhere. So you have to spell out if there if the children are involved uh, in anything like that. Um, the second thing is a parent education certificate. So in Massachusetts, if you have children and you're going through a divorce, the parents must take a parent education course. Once you take the course upon completion, they will give you a certificate of completion. That has to be filed as well. It doesn't have to be filed at the same time that the, the other documents are um, are filed because you may well not have uh, attended the class yet. So you can add to that, um, add that rather to the packet once you've completed it and you can submit that to the court. Uh, probably the most difficult and most involved of the three um, documents that are necessary for the uh, divorces involving children is the child support guidelines worksheet. 
Um, it's not terribly complicated, but it does have a lot of twists and turns, uh, if you will. And there's a lot of math that, that goes on. So you need to know uh, your uh, salaries, each, each person's uh, income, gross income, uh, any, any dependents that they might have. There are deductions from the gross income. There are percentages that have to be worked out and so forth. So that sometimes gives people a little bit of, a, of an issue, a little, little problem, uh, because it's, you know, it involves math and we don't always do math in our everyday uh, lives. And it's extremely important, obviously, because this is what you're talking about as far as how much child support will be paid from one party to another. So you want to make sure you take your time with that and get all the uh, get all the figures correct. So there are those are the nine documents that are required for a divorce involving children. Again, the first six are for all divorces. The last three are only if there are children involved. So if you don't have kids together, you only need to file the, the six uh, the six first documents that we discussed. And of course, there's always the fee, uh, the court filing fee that needs to be paid as well. Uh, currently, that's two hundred and fifteen dollars. So that is, uh, in a nutshell, um, divorce documents for an uncontested divorce in Massachusetts. And really, the only real difference between uh, filing for a contested and an uncontested divorce is that petition. You're filing a joint petition rather than just one person filing it. Uh, and you're filing the separation agreement at the time uh, of the filing with the other papers. Uh, in a 1B or a contested divorce, the separation agreement sort of gets hammered out throughout the course of the litigation. So those are the two big differences as far as uh, procedure-wise and as far as the uh, paperwork that's required. So as I say, at a Ford Law, we do practice family law and criminal law throughout Massachusetts. And we base our fees on your income. So that means the less you make, the less you have to pay for our services. We want to make ourselves as affordable as possible to the hardworking men and women of Massachusetts. If you have any questions, please feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org and feel free to book a free virtual appointment with me. I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have about any family law or criminal law questions in Massachusetts. Because at Afford Law, we're making justice affordable. Thank you.